Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping. Free road has protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com's way tire buying should be. Welcome in. I hope you're having a great day as we get you ready for more NFL football. So like Tuesday provides us. We got like Tuesday, Wednesday kind of respite. We get you ready for championship weekend in college football. And of course, you know, you had last night's Lakers get blown out by the Sixers debacle. Lakers, I think uh, they have the Thunder coming up in two nights. I don't know if they play before that, but they're trying to figure some stuff out. We got some NBA stuff. I give my thoughts on Josh Dobbs on that just horrendous game we saw Monday Night Football upcoming. Plus, John Middlecoff will join us. Uh, We're going to answer the question, should the Bears draft Caleb Williams if they have the number one overall pick, or should they try and build a roster around Justin Fields? We've got a lot to get to. I want to start, though, with Tuesdays we usually do a little college football, right? Mondays is too fresh off the NFL. And, of course, we've had a, a, a gigantic amount of things happen in college football over this past week. I know this past week, and I, I, I say week because you had, you know, it started on Thursday, and you've had some coaching hirings and firings. We thought Chip Kelly was out at UCLA. He's going to remain. Uh, A&M had made a change. Now they've made a hire, although it's a different hire than we thought they were going to make when it looked like Mark Stoops was going to be the job. 
get get the job. Mississippi State fired a coach and hired a coach already. Houston's job is open. And it feels like, the, and, and now Michigan State found Jonathan Smith, who le- leaves his alma mater to Oregon State, and Oregon State's got a bunch of money coming in from the Pac-12 that they're still owed them, and Washington State are like the Pac-2. But now you lose your your alum, former quarterback who had uh, had resurrected your program. Now you lose him, and it feels like you got a lot of money, and what do you have to do with it? You're not going to be a Power 5 football team anymore. It's like one last big payday between the the buyout of Jonathan Smith and then essentially the buyout from all those other universities trying to get out of the Pac-12. To me, the most interesting story is the same interesting story that we started the year with, Colorado and Deion Sanders. And, and don't get it twisted. I liked the hire. I love some of what they tried to do. I didn't love how they handled success. The... Hey, we told you so. We know what we're doing. We got this. It's easy. Didn't love the showing off of the the bling and the watch, the look at me. Just go out and win football games and everybody likes you, respects you. Just go play. But they got their comeuppance. They lose eight of their last nine. They end up with four wins on the season. Surprising, though, is not how they finish. Like, look, the Pac-12 is really hard. And you can sit there and go like, yeah, well, they lost to some of the bad teams in the Pac-12. Not the, yeah, but they got so beaten up. And they didn't have, you know, Tom, somebody owes, I think Deion Sanders, they owe Tom Luganbill a, a letter of apology. Remember, Tom Luganbill was getting drug early in the year because he said their offensive and defensive lines are bad. There's just no way they can stand up. And that's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. I mean, look, they have four wins. They shouldn't have, Colorado State should have won that game. Three or four times over. Should have won that game. You can make the case to TCU, you know, there were, I think, two red zone interceptions, two in the end zone for, by, by Colorado. If one of those doesn't happen, they, they don't win three or even two games. But they did. We bought in. We drank the Kool-Aid. We followed. We watched. And then we reacted. And now we have to do the same. So they had a mid-year play caller change a guy named Sean Lewis had been a head coach left his head coach position to be the offensive coordinator obviously with the idea in mind that that was going to springboard him to being a head coach at a higher level at a power five level he had Tim Brewster who worked for Deion Sanders and uh, was also you know a tight ends coach recruiting coordinator and of course he had coached at Minnesota he leaves the program and then you have this mass number of what seems like of big name decommits Coaches come and go, nobody seems to care. But you start losing players, and you're like, wait, hold on a second. What's going on? I thought everybody wanted to go to Colorado. I thought Colorado was a vibe. It's not because of location. Okay? We can say it's because of money, but it's probably because whatever they promised didn't come through yet. And it doesn't mean that it's a, a final decision, right? Like, just like guys are decommitted from Colorado, they're decommitting from everywhere. It just feels more personal to Colorado because it's their guys. And not everybody that decommits, you actually wanted to stay. That's a big thing you have to understand about college sports. Not everybody who transfers out, did you actually want to have stay? Matter of fact, most guys that transfer out, you, you didn't want to have stay. But when you're Colorado and we're told that if – 
if you if you if you're going to get us, get us now because we got better players on the way. The question is, there's been some big name better players that aren't on the way. Now, does that mean they can't do it through the portal? It it doesn't. Of course, you can do it through the portal. We haven't had signing day. You can flip guys on signing day. You can get into the portal and fill some of these holes. And my guess is there's probably some players that told them they're coming. But when they told them they're coming, that's when Colorado was king of the football universe at 3-0 and everybody was flying in and falling all over themselves in order to be a part of the program. Now, it's like, ooh, yeah, yikes. Right? Things a little bit harder. How many how many people took shots at Lincoln Riley and then they're sitting there going, hey, be, be easy on Deion Sanders, right? He's got, like, it's hard to flip. It's hard. And you know what it's really hard of? I'll use the real estate analogy again. Hard to live through a remodel. Right? We talked about flipping houses and that USC is a flipped house. Well, Colorado's a remodel. And it's hard to live through a remodel. Because if they redo the kitchen, where are you going to eat? Where are you going to gather? Where are you going to put your stuff? Like eating out sounds great. Everybody, uh, I'd eat out every day. No problem. I just, I, you know, I'll eat out. You know, I get coffee in the morning. I know what to do for lunch. Like, no, no, no. You want at some point to be able to go into your refrigerator. You know, there's always people in your house. Then sometimes guys just don't show up for like weeks on end. Things are undone. Sometimes they're not done right. Living through a remodel is really hard. Really hard. You know, even if you're like, okay, we're going to go and rent a house down the street and have a remodel. Then you're in a rent house. Then you're like, do I unpack? Do I put up pictures in the wall? Does it feel like home? What do I do at Christmas? What do I do at Thanksgiving? You know, how big a place? How much do I want to spend? I'm going to spend more than I want to spend in a remodel as well. But ultimately, is this going to be my forever home? All these Colorado's living through a remodel. And it's, it's just anyone who's done it will tell you like, ooh, yeah, buy a house that's already redone or just buy a brand new one. They're not perfect. You don't get to pick out everything, but just buy a spec house. Somebody else built it. Somebody else spent the time. It's going to be good. It's going to be fine. You can always put your own personal touches on it, but you know how it is, right? When you're doing a remodel, you're like, man, I want to do this thing right. I don't know if Dion's building it to be his forever home, but he's definitely building it so he feels like he can win. And that thing is, that's harder than you think. Why else would you go from last week, Dion Sanders said, our, our school's not, well, Colorado's not an ATM. Right? This is a place that if, if your goal is to come in and play high level football and try and win a championship and be a pro and get a great education and have a good time, this is your place. And then, you know, of course, NIL will follow. Right? To this week, basically asking you to donate, what, what's it feel like? Well, Deion Sanders probably got on the phone with some, some recruits and they're like, Coach, I love you. I'd like to go play there. But your NIL is not nearly what it is in XYZ. Which is the same thing as when you're remodeling a house. Like, man, I'd really, I, will we redo it? I want to redo it right. I take out this wall. Well, okay, you take out that wall, it's going to cost you more. Well, why? You're just knocking on a wall. Well, we got we got some electrical stuff. We got some plumbing stuff. We got to redo. Don't get me wrong. In the end, it'll be better. There's a cost-benefit analysis to it. Colorado is the perfect example of 
college football in 2023. You buy, you go out and get a coach who comes in and completely changes how we look at things for about three or four months. And then you fall back and you're like, yeah, the thing was a complete mess. It's going to be a remodel, and you're going to have to live through the remodel. And like, ooh, I don't know, nails everywhere, people inside your home, don't have your kitchen for months on end. Plus, they're going to screw it up. Maybe they don't show up. Ugh. That's CU football. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. John Middlecoff in moments, the NFL analyst and host of the Three Now podcast. You know, we got to have a, a running list of uh, best holiday movies, don't you think there, um, Jay Stu? Last night I was at my friend's house and we were thinking about holiday movies and of course we got into the... Um, into the diehard discussion. Um, but I think, uh, I think there's a worthy discussion there, right? Of, of we end up watching Talladega nights, uh, which, which has some hysterical parts. I mean, I, I almost walked out of that movie when it was in the theater. I've told Will Ferrell that like the power went out. I was watching, watching it in Cushing, Oklahoma. They got one theater in a little downtown and the power went out. And I remember us looking around going like, should we just walk out? This is not very good. And then now you watch it like that movie's hysterical. Hysterical. I agree. That's a good one. And I also know Weird. that um, the the uh, discussion about holiday movies, 
I know Dan Byer looks forward to talking about that every single year. It's always such a joy for him to just break down Christmas movies. So we got to do that. He's not a movie guy. He's a TV show guy. I've seen more than you maybe realize Christmas wise, but still not too many. Okay. Do you have one in particular that's like, this is my go-to? Oh, Christmas story, for sure. Been to the house in Cleveland twice. Yep. Was there something you missed the first time? Uh huh. <laughs> it was. I tell you, I went. I went early, and then I went with people who wanted to go again, and I was more than willing to to go again. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I went uh, by myself the first time. To be honest with you, yeah. Just you went me. by yourself the first yeah. time. Yeah. Oh seven NBA Finals. Had a day off between games three and four, and so what better spot? Huh. Um, Jay Stu, do you have a favorite Christmas holiday movie? Oh, absolutely. And I can spend the next couple hours talking about this, but um, uh, Love Actually is my, uh, Love my favorite is so Christmas good. movie ever. Um, I, I actually was going to suggest we're probably going to watch that tonight. It's great. And, I, it's, and it's very inappropriate, by the way. It's not like really a kind of a child-friendly one, which I like. It. It's got an edge to it. I've seen that. I have soundtrack right and did you like it yeah i i mean because there's so many different storylines i i thought maybe they could spend a little more time on some of them but such a weaving in and out i would i would agree it is good for those of us who have the add we're like man i love not not getting caught up on one storyline we can just bop 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 whereas other people uh, like like a little bit more depth to it i agree a real shock to the system we showed it to uh, my girlfriend's teenager last year, a real shock to the system is Rick from The Walking Dead. He looks completely different, and he's a younger version, but that's a shock to the system for a lot of you know teenagers that have kind of come up on The Walking Dead. I didn't think of that one. I'm not going to lie to you, did not think of, because I've never seen The Walking Dead. Byer, have you seen The Walking Dead? No. Yeah. Not into the zombie stuff. Me neither. Me neither. Um, other thing I'm not as into anymore is Disney movies. Not 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 Pixar, which I know is owned by Disney. Okay, but the classic old school Disney movies because they're so incredibly dysfunctional. And I think the the worst of them is the one that's probably referenced the most is Cinderella. Right? Think about the storyline of Cinderella. Okay, so you have this beautiful family. The mom dies. The dad spirals ultimately marries an evil stepmom who moves in with her stepdaughters okay, and wants nothing to do with, the, with his daughter. Then he dies, and she is forced to live with mice away from the, the family compound, like, like compound, up in some attic with a bunch of mice. And she becomes their maid. Okay? And it takes a fairy godmother to cast a spell to allow her to go to a ball in a pumpkin that's turned into a carriage, but she has only until midnight to woo this guy, and it works only to return home where the evil stepmom wants to do everything in her power to get her own you know, birth daughters to be with the prince, which doesn't happen, and only then and only then because she leaves it, because she's a slob and her, her slipper fell off, then only then the prince actually finds her and she runs away and married and lives happily ever after. That's a dysfunctional tale, isn't it? 
would that one get past the elevator pitch these days? You'd be like, I don't know. We can do the evil. He marries an evil stepmom, then he dies. That's Jay Stu's category. Would Hollywood buy that script? Jay? I mean, yeah, I love that. Yeah, they wouldn't even buy this in, in uh, script meetings. Um, no, it, I, no, it wouldn't. I think the, the short answer is no, it wouldn't. But how about the next conversation? Where would sports be without Cinderella? I mean, the Bill Murray the line versus Goliath. and Caddyshack, and then the entire month of March, all we hear about is Cinderella. So I wonder what would have replaced Cinderella in, in the D- sports David line. versus Goliath. Think so? Yeah. We would have found some other reference. But Cinderella is just very easy. Very easy. You know. Anyway, I point out Cinderella because uh, the it's it's midnight with Josh Dobbs. And, and that's how it works with most of these quarterbacks. You know, you get like two, one, two, three good starts, and you're like, eh, somebody's starting to figure out. And then, of course, there's starting quarterbacks that get like a year of, man, they're really good for a year. And then somebody's like, you know, if you just do this, they're not that great. But the classic backup quarterback is the Cinderella story. But when I mean Cinderella story, it's not that it ends up happily ever after they end up together. It's the, at some point, you're like, that's why he's a backup. It's like the defensive player who drops the surefire interception, and you turn your buddy and you go, that's how he plays defense. Last night, you're watching Josh Dobbs throw not one, not two, not three, but four picks, and you're like, that's why he's a backup. Why did Tennessee let him go last year? That's why. Why did Cleveland trade him before the season ever started? That's why. Why did Arizona just give up on him to bring Kyler Murray back when he was, oh, that's why. Let's welcome in John Middlecoff here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. John has the Three Now podcast. Of course, he's worked in the NFL. He's worked in college football. Now he's a star podcaster. Um, yeah, this is, I, you know, the, the backup quarterbacks, it's like game three or game four. All of a sudden, they're Cinderella and they're in a pumpkin, right? That's what we saw from Josh Dobbs. Well, I just think most players in the NFL, right, have a specific role. You know, you're either a star player, you're either a starter, or you're a backup. And when you're a backup, it doesn't mean, and I would say this probably goes for any sport, any team sport, it doesn't mean you can't have a good game or, hell, a couple good games. But the more and more you play, there's a reason you're a backup. And I, like last night doesn't change my opinion on the guy. I'd want him, if I'm Andy Reid or I'm the Bills, like I would love that guy to be my backup quarterback for a couple million dollars and know that if my guy sprains his ankle, he can win me a game or two. But if your backup quarterback has to start, the entire season, like Josh Dobbs, there's going to be a lot more bad than good. Agreed. Um, the Bears are going to have two high first-round picks. Is there any scenario that you don't select a quarterback with only those two picks? No, I mean, I think it's, I, I think Justin Fields is on another team next year. And I honestly think that's been the case now for a little while. Uh, and, and I actually think he's an intriguing He's going to be your classic, not that expensive. You don't have to pay that much. And a team, you know, listen, there are going to be a lot of teams that aren't going to feel great about their draft position when the season ends, right? They're 12th or they're 14th, but they either want quarterback competition, they like the value, uh, you know, whether it's Atlanta, whether it's New England. You know, New England's going to draft pretty high, but you know what I mean. So I, I think another team will take a flyer on them. You don't have to guarantee him like your starting spot or whatever, but it kind of gives you a wrinkle. Because the one thing you do see, he is a very, very dynamic athlete. Hell, you could probably use him like Taysom Hill. Uh, but as a quarterback, it, it's a lot more missed than hit. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Uh, okay, let's let's bounce around the league a little bit. Um, I've, I mean, like I've come around to the Jalen Hurts thing more so than I ever thought possible. It still doesn't look great. It's not pretty. It's not a guy back there 50 times just cutting through a defense with an unbelievable ball. It's sometimes I throw it, sometimes I run it, sometimes we have to get into the uh, the tush-push sort of thing. Whatever it is, it's really, really effective. How, how, would you, how would you contextualize what we're seeing from Jalen Hurts, this ability to just find ways to win games? I think in it, I was watching some of like Tiger Woods' press conference today, and it just – you know, his mental fortitude to just try to just scrap and claw to always play and get back regardless of how much money he has or wherever he at. There's just a level of mental toughness he has as an athlete in a sport. And I think the quarterbacks that, like, I've lived through from far to then the Brady and Manning era to even, you know, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, there's just a level of mental toughness that you can't quantify that helps separate them. And I think Jalen... You know, let's let's face it. Their coach can act like an idiot, right? I mean, jumping up and down, screaming at fans and stuff. And if you're on his side, it's cool. But if you're not, you're like, what is this guy's deal? Jalen is the opposite. I mean, you don't know when they score, when he throws a pick. His just mental focus, I think, has really separated him. Now, obviously, he's become a much better player as a down the field passer, just as a player in general. Uh, he's always been potent running, but I, I think in the highest level of competition, and I think this is probably applicable to any you know, walk of life, any industry, being able to mentally kind of handle yourself when things aren't going well. Because anyone, front runner is the negative term whenever we use it, but it's human nature when things are going well you know, to feel good about yourself. And I think he has a, this, this ability, and it goes back to, he's always said, like him and Saban have a lot in common. You gotta see it on the guy. So, listen. I know you're a coach's son. Uh, you have to respect the wiring upstairs because I think that's really separated them. I would agree. What about the Bills losing another close one? Yeah, I mean, I just think you know the defense really screwed them down the stretch, and they're missing guys. I hate in a situation where a team is in field goal or the game's over, right? And you start playing like a prevent defense, and you just give up eight, ten yards a pop. And if you miss one tackle or a guy slips, that eight-yard gain turns into like 17, and all of a sudden it's like they'll play away from field goal range with 30 seconds left instead of just playing normally. You know, sometimes if you're going to get beat, because coaches are always terrified to give up a big play, like I don't want to give up a touchdown and lose the game. I get it, but when you just play prevent, like they're going to get themselves a chance to kick the field goal. And honestly, it was a lot closer if, their Hall of Fame center doesn't kind of, you know, do a couple pre-snap weirdness, which he's not going to do very often. So I hated at the end of regulation them just playing way off and just conceding easy plays. And then really the final drive, I mean, was there, once they didn't score a touchdown, did you have any faith that they were going to get a stop? No. But the the quarterback, I I would say, you know, they fired Dorsey. uh, And I'm going to take Josh at his word, like, Obviously, Ken Dorsey had been his quarterback coach. He liked him a lot. It just wasn't working for whatever reason. Sometimes human beings just need to be, you know, I don't know whether a come-to-Jesus moment, cage-rattled, whatever. It it feels like these last couple weeks has woke him up, which is a good thing because he plays like that. I mean, besides, like, the Eagles, the Niners, or maybe the Chiefs, like, who's beating them? Nobody. 
Because he was awesome, I thought. He was awesome. He's been way better. He's been way, way better. There's just no question about it. Um, John Minokoff's our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, let's, let, let's bop around the league a little bit. Are you buying the Cowboys' dominance when they haven't played the elite teams? Yeah, to me, it's just I, I no longer judge them. You know, once they lost, once they got destroyed by the Niners and then beat the, the Eagles, like, I've seen enough. Even if they beat the Eagles in a couple weeks at home, you're not getting them at home in the playoffs. So it's like I, I'm going to judge them on the playoffs. And against the good teams, like in the first round, you know, they're the five seed and they're playing whoever from the South, they're, they're going to be a touchdown favorite. So like last year, Dak can throw four touchdowns. It does, means nothing to me. Now, I, I do take them seriously as an opponent. That's not what I'm saying. Like, they, they easily could upset one of these teams, but they got to do it. Like, I, I think you're crazy to pick them in a playoff game until they prove it because for whatever reason in these big spots, they just haven't come through. And sometimes they've laid an egg, right? So there, there's no disputing their talent. There's no disputing how good they've been over the last couple of years. But they got blown out by the Niners. They've lost the Niners twice in the playoffs. They had the Eagles on the ropes. They found a way to blow that game. Like, clearly to me, you know, the Lions, because they're secondary issue, you know, the Cowboys are the third best team in the NFC. But how could anybody on the road pick them against the Niners or the Eagles in a game in the middle of January? Who's the next coach of the Chargers? Well, that's, you know, I saw Schefter tell McAfee that, you know, he expects seven to ten openings. I was like, there are seven to ten candidates. So if Belichick, and I would assume that means the Patriots, to me, we say whatever you want about Belichick. He's besides the Lions OC, which let's face it, an OC or DC who's never been a head coach is like drafting a quarterback in the first round. It's a coin flip. So you start looking, is Belichick, because there's no guarantee Harbaugh's going to leave. I feel like it's probably 50-50 proposition that Harbaugh just rides with that. Like maybe he just stays at Michigan. His dad's his neighbor. Uh, I, I would assume if he stays, you know, with Belichick, if he's available, you have to think about it, right? I mean, that would be a way to make some waves in L.A. Now, would Bill, if he has options, go there? I don't know. But, like, you start looking around, if it's not Kellen Moore, which, you know, Herbert, I wouldn't say he's having the season to, to you know, going to define his career this year. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would imagine if you look at history, they'll go coordinator. But, Doug, who are the coordinators? Like, there's not, like, seven Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay's that feel like they're out there right now. So, I, if there truly are seven to eight openings, I mean, there's already a couple, who are these coaches that are going to get hired? Well, you got the Dolphins coordinator, right? The, uh, but, but McDaniel calls the plays. I, I understand, but, you know, like, everybody who you talk to says Frank Smith's the guy who's going to get a job, right? So... Frank Smith, um, the guy. What's the guy in Detroit? The offense coordinator in Detroit. Everybody's talking about. Yeah, Ben Johnson. But but that's okay. What, okay so if let's you, let's just let's just. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying like, look, if, if we look at it, Mike McDaniel's was offensive coordinator. He didn't call all the plays when he was with Kyle, and he's been great. And everybody wants to copy all that stuff. So that's can what the they're going to do. Afford, can the Chargers afford to do that? Take a risk like that on a coordinator, though. I didn't say the Chargers will. The Chargers thing is going to be interesting, right? Like, do they go and get Belichick? Do you, do you, I mean, you know that organization pretty good. Could if if money throw all that stuff out, just like would they be interested in doing that? 
I think so. And, and let, me, let, me, let me take you to take you to what I, I don't know. So, OK, I have no knowledge of it. My my fear would be is that Telesco is a Polian guy, you know, and he's done a very good job of building that roster. And, you know, would 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 Belichick, you know, would Belichick want to bring in his own people? Which the answer is probably yes. But could they make it work in the short term? I don't I don't know what the answer is. But here's why I think so. Like, they so desperately want to be relevant and win that, you know, they're building a brand new facility in El Segundo, which is, it's going to be state of the art. It's going to be incredible. It's in Los, there's no reason, they don't have to be in Los Angeles County to do, to, they're fine where they are. They're a little bit limited. They don't have two full fields, but they built this facility. It's nice. Everybody likes where they live. They only go up to the stadium for games, whatever. They're putting, yeah. they're putting all this money in there. Why? Because they want to be L.A.'s team. And the only way to really do it is to win. And, you know, when you hire guys, the last two guys were, had not been head coaches. And so you go and get a guy that's won six Super Bowls. I think that's an easy one. Well, I'll give, I'll give you an example. One thing I and, and, what's, and the limiting thing with, with Belichick has been what? They don't have good enough players. Well, Exactly. And, and I mean, you just you, you give them Herbert. I, I think they would be fine, and the defense would be much better. You remember, it's different because the Dodgers are a much bigger brand in LA. But when they were kind of struggling, and Joe Torre and the Yankees kind of broke up, and they hired Joe Torre. Now it didn't last long; he was older. But they immediately won some games and went to the playoffs a couple times. I mean, the Chargers would die for that, right? With Belichick, uh, to me, it'd be a no-brainer. I mean, if if you want to get some headlines, but also some substance behind the headlines. Right, I mean, Bill wouldn't be coming there just to hang out at the beach, right? He'd be trying to get that record, win games. So yeah, I mean, I, I'd be all over him. I, I mean, I, I think I think that's a real thing. I think that's a real thing. I don't, again, I don't know for a fact, and I know there's lots of other things. Um, okay, what about Sean Payton and the Broncos? Now it's six games they've won. Is this a real well, I thing? Think he, I think he's a good example, and I was trying to figure out what I'm talking about on the podcast tomorrow. When you look around at coaches in general, a lot of times when you hire the retread guy, and he wasn't a retread, but, you know, a guy that uh, Frank Reich or Ron Rivera, you feel good that, like, he kind of just knows how to handle that seat. And it just turns out those guys aren't good enough. The problem with when you hire these coordinators, a lot of guys are just overwhelmed. Listen, we can nitpick Sean Payton, like, relative to, like, Belichick and Andy Reid, but he's pretty damn good. So you knew when you were hiring him, he was pretty good. Now, it looked ugly, so you can only react to what we saw early. But I think what he's proving, like, he's a grown-up. He really knows what he's doing. Look at the Rangers. They get Bruce Bochy. They're immediately good. You know, I mean, some guys are just dramatically better than everyone else. Now, he's an arrogant, talks a big game. He pisses people off. But I think his value over this last month and a half, I mean, think about it. I think a lot of first-time coaches, once their new coordinator had given up 70 points, and I know Vance has been a coordinator before, might have freaked, might have pushed the fire him. He just, he kind of relaxed. He handled it all. And now, like, I watched them against the Browns. I think the Browns were, like, one of the most physical teams in the league. You could argue the most. They were, the Broncos out physical them. So now their defense is playing well. I just think Sean is your classic. When you hire, like, when Andy Reid was fired from Philly and he went to the Chiefs, they just got a real head coach that knew exactly what he's doing. And this goes back to Belichick with the Chargers. Like, there just brings a stability because it's easy when things are going well. How about when things are going bad? And things went really bad early, and Sean just kind of knew what to do, clearly. Because now, I mean, are they a playoff team? Because 
I, obviously, this week's big against the Texans, but they win this game. I, I, I think they'd get to 10 wins. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Trader. Three now, it's the podcast. John Middlecoff is the host. It's awesome. He's awesome. Johnny, thanks so much for joining us. I'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Better, Doug. Uh, that's John Middlecoff. I forgot to hit him up. I'm being Phoenix, not this, but next weekend. Maybe, maybe go crash at the house. Don't you think? Go crash at his crib? Definitely should do that one. Definitely. And then we can put that on, on, on the, with, the, with the digital social team as well. That would be fun. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas to you. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Let's get to a game. Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Hey there, Dan Byer. What's the game today? Doug, the game today is... Rank them. All right. Rank the top three teams in the NFL. I know we do this week in and week out, but it does change from time to time. Your top three in the NFL right now. Uh, I'm going to put the Kansas City Chiefs three. No, no, no. I'll put the Baltimore Ravens three. I'm going to put the um, Ravens at three, the Eagles at two, and the Niners at one. All right. So one versus two this weekend. Doug ranked the three worst teams in the National Football League. Mm, that's a good one. Um, hmm, Trying to think of who's the third. Right? 
You have one one-win team in Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I mean you have, I, there's no question. I have. Hmm. You have two two-win teams in the yep. Patriots and Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Commanders are four and eight. Bears are four and eight. Giants are four and eight. I'm gonna go with um, the Panthers are one. They're one. I mean, I I don't think the Bears are very good. I think Arizona's actually been a little bit more competitive. I think the 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 Patriots are two, and the Bears are three. Mm. Patriots two, and I know the Bears won last night. Um, but I'm gonna that that's what yeah that's what I'm gonna go alright I think this is a fun one rank your top three Carolina Panthers of all time this on the heels of the firing head coach Frank Reich I don't know if Bryce Young will uh, make this top three but your Carolina Panthers top three of all time uh, my top three Carolina Panthers of all time yep Steve Smith at three. Steve Smith at three. Good pick. Um, I'll do Cam Newton at two. All right. And uh, Luke Keekley at one. Ah, interesting. Keekley number one, numero uno. Hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, somebody's on the hot one. John Beeson is wondering why he's not in that, in that three. <laughs> You know, Sam Mills was also, you know, a legend, RIP. Uh, he was part of that squad that went to the NFC Championship game in their second year. So, there's that one as well. I like that, Sam Mills. Julius yeah. Peppers. Kevin Julius Sam Mills, Julius Peppers. Um, they've had some very good uh, running backs DeLome. as well. My man, Deshaun Foster. What? Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome. Took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but then he was so bad in the playoffs. Is that the next year? Did he have five picks or six picks in a playoff game? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. I, it was around that number, though. It was so bad. By the way, I just emailed Jason something that Jason needs to put on your screen um, okay. because I was delayed on it. I was I was late. I thought I had sent the email over, but I didn't. Uh, Doug, rank your top four in the college football playoff rankings. That Michigan will be unveiled at one. tonight. Ooh, all right. Michigan at one. Georgia at two. Okay, Georgia at two. Um, ooh, this is this is where it gets really tricky. Uh, I'm going to put Washington at three and Texas at four. Sorry, Florida State. Sorry, Oregon. Longhorns and Huskies get those last two spots. Not surprising. With Washington, Florida State, though, yeah, left out. They don't uh, have their quarterback. Yep, you're no, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. And again, when Ohio State lost JT Barrett, there had to be the point as well of to prove that they were just as good without him. And I don't think that they did that against Florida. Unfortunately for them, Louisville lost to Kentucky. So now, I don't know if a win over Louisville is as impressive as it would have been a week ago. So the opportunity for Florida State to impress, I think they better impress 
coming up in the ACC title game. All right, finally, Doug, the final uh, question. Rank your top three best times to buy holiday gifts, Christmas gifts, whatever the case is. Pre-Thanksgiving, last week in November, first week in December, second week in December, third week in December, or two days before and Christmas Eve are one. So there are a bunch of different options. Best time to do your shopping. Uh, best time to do your shopping. I mean, um, in in okay. So number three would be number three would be uh, pre Thanksgiving. So you know what somebody wants. You get it locked in. You already get it. You can almost you can build the build up like I got your gift. We're all good. You don't need a list for me. Two would be Christmas Eve. Right, you go out. You specifically have a desire. You specifically look for somebody. You, you're not as tied to what the price is. You just, I got to get this for somebody. I got to get it done. And number one would be Black Friday, where you have a list, you have a sense, plus you get a deal doing it, so you feel good about spending all that money on somebody. That's game time. The Godly Show. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Coming up next. We'll dive into the Bears, right? What should they do when you have two high first-round picks? Draft a quarterback? We'll discuss next the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.